You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Hi there. Good to have you back. 818 here. Time for Counterpoint. We're bringing Omar Khan, VP Public Affairs, Hill and Nolan Strategist. Does that change? Uh, That's all the same. Just for full disclosure, as of Sunday, I will be the vice president engagement for the Ontario Liberal Party. Oh, oh, really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got to bring diversity (laughs) to the show here. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Jacqueline Dobson, (laughs) former PC strategist. Uh, Really, then the two perfect people, because you all know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the leadership uh, vote because it is officially on. We now have three candidates in mm-hmm. Doug Ford, uh, Christine Elliott and Carolyn Mulrooney will formalize things, I think, uh, anytime. But, you know, people now have what they'll look at as a choice. It's a chance for the party to place uh, a reset. A lot of people didn't like Patrick Brown. Mm-hmm. And with him gone, they have now a choice but to pick someone else. But there's going to be more candidates, Jacqueline. And the, 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 the thing is, people are now going to kind of see all the dirty laundry fighting it out in the public so close to an election. Mm-hmm. The one point of having a leadership this close to the election that I do not think is going to play in favor for our party is the fact that all of the money, all of our efforts, and all of our resources that should be going to fighting the liberals and fighting Kathleen Wynne in June are going to be fighting each other for the next month or so. But as you said, uh, there's a reset button. Today was the first day that I could exhale and have a breath of hope finally after this past week that we're able to move forward, get through some of this hot mess that we've had to go through together as a party and start a new chapter. Yeah, and that chapter is being written now by your party because I'm sure they've already got their attack pads built for free over the last week because, uh, you know, Vic Fidelli coming out and saying that there's rot and essentially, you know, putting it out there that that. You know, the guys before a couple of days ago that he was with are corrupt. I mean, it, it, it was sheer lunacy. Yeah, as I, I probably would have recommended different words if I were a PC strategist, but uh, I am not. Um, you know, What words would you use? Well, Stretch goals? <laughs> <laughs> what, what words would you use? Cause far, you... far be it for me to offer advice to, to, to our opposition. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's not all roses for my side either. No, right? we, not. We I'm were, not giving you a pass. We, no, 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 I mean, definitely I mean, not. We, I, mean, we were, I mean, from a political strategy perspective, we'd been planning a campaign against Patrick Brown for two years. Yeah, I know those brown um, omelets have to go in the garbage and, now. Uh, and, and, you know, now we got to sit back and see if it's going to be Ford Nation Redux or, you know, back to Mulrooney or whoever, um, you know, it, it, you know it, it's caused some uncertainty for us as well. Uh, the one thing um, that is clear is that whomever has put their name forward for this party um, is bringing forward a an agenda that is at extreme odds to the agenda that the Ontario Liberal Party has been putting forward, which includes increasing the minimum wage, <laughs> fighting for income equality. You can laugh. Increasing the deficit, deficit increasing really? the debt. <laughs> not a single one of them supported the minimum wage rise to 14 Do bucks I, in January. Not this quickly, Omar. Not, not this quickly. Sorry. Are you actually spinning this? Like, I think I should point out that despite the scandal and despite all the the crap that I've been watching unfold on the PC side, you haven't exactly gotten a bump from it. I mean, that has to tell you how hated uh, the leadership and the party is. People want change. It's just that they want a choice. And now they've got that in possible new leaders. For sure. Um, The one thing that was astounding out of all of this was that the PC party itself didn't go down in the polls. Which tells me that they were never behind the leader. They are desperate for change, so they were willing to go behind the party. For sure. Well, but now at least we'll have a credible so, leader so that comes I've forward seen, out I, of I think this. there was one from Innovative Research yesterday 
that shows the parties tied within the margin of error with the PCs slightly ahead. Uh, and then I, I believe there was one from Main Street Strategies today that had the PCs a little bit more ahead, which has been, uh, you know, pretty much the trend for the last six months or so. Relatively close race with the PCs slightly ahead. I, you know, I, I don't think anyone in the Liberal Party was expecting a huge swing uh, in the last few days. Uh, it is, it has been a bit of a dumpster fire on the other side, but it's a tragic dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that anyone on our side said, hey, look, this is great for Ontario. Let's try and take advantage of this. What we need to do and what we are going to do is continue talking about the vision, Kathleen Wynne and the Liberal Party's vision for Ontario moving forward, which is addressing income inequality, growing our economy, which is growing at its fastest clip in <sighs> years right now, the lowest unemployment rate in 40 years. Oh, we just got to spread that wealth around <laughs> so that every segment of Ontario society can benefit. Thank so you've had 14 years to, to do this. Yeah, yeah, okay. 14 <laughs> years you've had to do this. But you know who we're not talking about? Again, Andrea Horvath. Because here's an opportunity for her to maybe stand for something, and she doesn't. And there's a huge window for her that she could essentially walk through and say, you know what, guys? You don't want either of them. Here's what I offer. I mean, if they don't take advantage of this whole um, they don't deserve to lead. I would always say they don't deserve, but I mean, honestly, that should be the nail in their coffin. For sure. But the one thing she did seem to stand for was the day after all of this oh, happened God. with Patrick Brown yeah. the next yeah. morning, was she completely politically cl- capitalized. Well, she compared him to Gian Gameshi and undermined well, her justice. She, 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 she didn't know what she was talking about. She felt the need to go on TV that night, which I think was, uh, uh, you know... Um, Clearly, she was trying to be strategic and take advantage of the situation. I actually don't think any of them should have gone out. They should have just... uh, Look, I... And Kathleen waited. Yeah. Kathleen waited. Well, she waited until the next day and then told us that we have to sit on the beds of our teenagers to talk about safe zones. It was actually ridiculous. I don't think it would have been feasible for the premier to hide in her office all day. No, but she could have come out and said, guys... I don't have any facts of this. I'm not going to comment further other than to say it's unfortunate, but I'm not going to comment. I'd actually have a lot of respect for that. Instead... We are politically weaponizing this stuff, and we'll talk a little bit more further in the next segment. But sure. look, this is, to me, what I'm disgusted in. It's not a partisan issue. This is a bipartisan issue on all sides that they're going through. And I would warn them now, stop politicizing this because it's all a dangerous levels of issue. government, too. Every, it's disgusting. Yeah. It does more harm to women and those who are actually victimized by this kind of stuff because... They're being used as pawns. I think I think the people who politicized the Brown situation were his own staff who bolted for sure. the doors five minutes after absolutely. his Absolutely, but again, conference. then you didn't need Which to send out very, anybody from either side to further it. It yeah. just looked bad it, it, on it, everybody. It just, you know, it, it's a, the Brown situation is a little different in that when you're, the people closest to you run for the doorways, uh, there's usually some credibility there. We don't know for sure, but it points to it points to uh, the fact that there might be some credibility to those allegations. Well, what it suggests is everyone's out looking out for their own agenda. That's what it tells me, is that, in fact, they are more worried about themselves than worrying about what's best for the political... So does that go for the whole PC caucus? No, look, yeah, absolutely. I've been yeah. very critical on them this week. And, and Patrick Brown would not and could not survive that. However, I think no. what we've seen in the last week speaks volumes, and I have put that on record. But let's mm. talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what we will see. Because the problem for Kathleen Wynne is if Christine Elliott wins... If Carolyn Mulroney, even though she doesn't have experience, that's a big problem for Kathleen Wynne. So first of all, I think it's good. I just want to go on the record. I think it's good that two of the main... Don't even say... Don't even bring gender politics. No, no, no. I'll gag. I I need competence, not a woman. I think (laughs) it is a positive development that two of the leading candidates for the Ontario PC Party happen to be women. Who cares? Um, I'm a woman and I don't care. So we're putting that aside now. Okay. Like I said before, where do they stand on minimum wage? Where do they stand on farm care? the, The same thing. Well... Let them come out and say that. Well, <laughs> okay, I'm and sure they good. will. So that, <laughs> that is, so if that is the case, if they indeed clarify, I hope they do, 
that they're opposed to a $14 minimum wage that, as of this is- year. If, if, if that is the case, let them come out and say that and we'll have that debate. The people of Ontario will then have the opportunity to decide. I'm looking forward to seeing to hearing their positions on that. The people of Ontario describe Kathleen Wynne in one word based on this poll we were talking about earlier. Untrustworthy, dishonest, incompetent, liar, corrupt. The words go on and on. This won't be an issue about a $14 minimum wage. This will be we'll who the taxpayers are going to trust come June to lead the profits well, well, the, the good I, think, is- I think the taxpayers of Ontario have shown for 15 years that they have an utter distrust for the right-wing regressive policies of the PCs and Conservatives. You can see what this this is going to be like for the next four or five months. It's going to be fun. But this is what people don't like about politics. This is not what our province needs. In fact, we're not talking about minimum wage right now because we just happen to be in an yeah. incredibly busy news cycle of big crime, big oh stories. So th- those losing their businesses over this minimum wage are actually being kind of silenced. I it. noticed you didn't put on your show the last couple of days the fact that Dr. Utgers is moving their entire Canadian operation to London, Ontario. I haven't had enough time to get through all this stuff. 280, 280 new jobs moving from New Brunswick to Ontario. Yeah, but last week, Campbell's took 350 out. I mean, yeah, from Nobody buys soup, canned soup anymore. Well, <laughs> who could afford it? I mean, the, oh, <laughs> the cost of come living on. is... i got to take a break there. I'll pick on you again, Omar, because Omar is the greatest sport. Um, when we come back, oh, Canada, baby. It's all about the women and pandering for votes. We'll talk about that coming up on point here on Global News Radio. Now, back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Good to have you here. All right. We always have such fun conversations during it. the commercial. You, I know, I know. It's, it's that pre, pre-show pre glass of wine that I have, Alex. <laughs> is, that what's right? yeah. is, that, is that what's right with you That's today? That's my secret. Oh, Canada. Yeah, lyrics being changed to um, pander, Omar, to uh, us women. Because apparently without us having a gender-neutral um, uh, anthem, you know, we gals might not feel included. But I wrote a monologue on this because I feel very strongly about this because I will not change the words. I will th- sing in thy son's command because this is a tribute to the men, the very men in World War One who put their lives on the line so that I can sit here and complain and so that everybody else can come here and complain and do the meet like they a lot gave of women us the nurses freedom. died in world war one too not, yeah, not to the same we're extent we're talking about the, the, look i don't need an anthem i think this is just everything kind of wrong with politics look um you know i personally didn't have a problem with the old lyrics i guess some Neither people did, did i i guess some people did I don't, I don't know any woman who did um you know what the beauty is you can still use the old lyrics oh i don't can you, can you use though? the new, new lyrics you? I don't think at the end of the day it's that big of a deal. Okay, let me it ask wasn't you this: a pressing issue for me. I think probably we have Kathleen Wynne won't do. come after us. I think if we, we probably don't. have bigger things to deal with in this country. This is where I differ with some of my liberal uh, brethren. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's not that big a deal. Okay, let me ask you: completely agree. Sing the old lyrics. Just okay, use the old lyrics. That's a great opening because let's say there's a baseball game or let's say there's a hockey game and the person mm-hmm. singing the anthem is a guy and sings the old lyrics. Is this going to be like outrage central? Do you think someone's? It's uh, but I don't know. Based on the events that have happened in the past week, I think it is safe to say that it can be. And honestly, as a woman, and I think I have a right to say this, I did not care about 
the old lyrics, talking about the new lyrics. Like we have so many other things that we should be talking about and focusing our energy on right now than talking well, about, you know, you know for bills that argue, can come forward in parliament. Well, well, this know, is the biggest I, thing I'm they have to talk about. This, but somebody could say, why is God mentioned in the anthem? I when said that. I guess you'll sec- take that out. This is slippery slope. Let's just rewrite right? the whole damn mm-hmm. thing. I think, I think, you know what? There are groups that will want the change to G. So like you got to use those gender neutral pronouns. Don't bring, when does don't it bring, stop? Uh, what's his name? Peterson on here. But well, no, I, I actually have a lot of time for Jordan Peterson Jordan because Peterson, yeah. he, he, I have no issue with that guy. Um, but that's how ridiculous it can get is every special interest group will want something. Yeah. Look, I think this is a legacy of a um, of a well, re- very well respected liberal member of parliament who has passed away. Mm. Um, he felt very strongly about this. And I think some people, a lot of people actually across the country feel strongly about this. It's not something I've ever felt very strongly about. Um, but you know, more power to them. If somebody wants to, ch- to use the new lyrics, let them let them go crazy. Uh, I'll probably use the new lyrics to be honest. Well, you'll I, probably have to because if you don't, the premier, the premier no, will send out inspectors you know, she'll hire to make sure you're. I just singing don't feel right. strongly enough about it one way or another to not use the new li- new lyrics. But if you don't want to, then you know it's a free country. I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about. Yeah, let's uh, move on, please. Shall we sing about? Uh, to sing about? Talk about Jagmeet. I want to play you a clip of what he. Um, Whatever it was he said today, of something about someone, about somewhere, about a non-survivor, about... Just listen to what he said. At this point in time, we don't have a survivor or someone who's coming forward specifically. Because that's the case, we really believe in a survivor-driven process. That's a very fundamental thing. And in just highlighting the importance of a survivor-driven process, the act of whether it's harassment or violence takes away and strips power from those who've who've experienced it, survivors. And to, re, to reestablish or to, to rectify this imbalance of power, it requires giving power back to those who have gone through this, survivors. And so that means making sure the process is survivor-driven and that we respect that. In this, case, in this case, we just have a concern that's been raised. In this case, Jackie, we just have a concern. We don't actually have a survivor, and the guy who's accused now doesn't actually know what he's accused of, but it's all about survivor-driven processes now, and I am just like, what? This guy is not fit to lead anything. I think, yeah, this was a bit of a blunder, but this whole past week has made me think about Spider-Man. There's that quote that in the movie, with great power comes great responsibility, and this past week, women have been given a lot of power. There's a lot of things that have had to, I think, injustices that have happened in the past that women feel like they are now able to bring forward, but they need to be responsible, smart and responsible with this because as we saw last week with Patrick Brown, as we saw today with Jagmeet Singh, these um, anonymous, unknown allegations, non-allegations. Well, the Patrick Brown wasn't wasn't anonymous. There were two women on the record whose identities were protected. Well, according to the protected for what? I mean, sorry, we protect women's images if they're a a victim of a a sex crime, like a crime. I get it. It's a little different. They're of age and look. One of the most respected news organizations in this country you know, felt comfortable enough to with with their allegations. What I am uncomfortable and they with were recorded. Their voices were recorded. One of them was on camera. Yeah, no, I still different. have a lot of questions. But I'm not suggesting different just, than this, though. Well, it's 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 look. I'm, what we're saying is, just because it's immoral may not mean it's a crime. There's a big difference. But we're in such yeah. uncharted territory. To me, you do not call a news conference in Ottawa in front of the national press to say something about someone. About, I mean, to me, that it's just ridiculous. Yeah, they didn't I, even I, investigate. What I am uncomfortable with as yeah. a woman is that all of these allegations that are now coming forward can actually detract from the people who are in real problems, Mm -hmm. right? The real victims, the real people who have had 
abuse, misconduct, sexual assault, all of that, right? Yeah. It's just going to get lost in the shuffle when every other second we have all of these allegations coming forward and everybody's being, you know, all over the news. It's just, it's a little too much. And as a woman, I... Well, I'm worried it's going to swing back. Like oh, ne- Next week, it could be someone coming out and saying, well, that Alex said something back in 1991. And I said lots of things. I say lots of things today that would probably offend people because, you know, that's life. Look, uh, I... Um I think the press conference today was overkill. I definitely think if if there were credible rumors or or, or even a, r- rumors that may not be credible, it's pro- probably incumbent upon the leader of a party to investigate. You think? But I don't think um, having a national press conference and you know nationally humiliating somebody like we saw today is probably the best course of action, especially when you don't even have a victim or survivor coming forward. Let's also talk a bit of inside baseball here. Jagmeet Singh is the leader of the party, but he does not have a seat in the House yet. He does not get a lot of face time in Ottawa. So, well, he's defended the Aridia bomber more than he defended his own MP. I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, are you kidding? He needs to get more seats. He can't keep getting rid of them. But you just don't throw someone under the... I didn't know this guy until today. And you know what he'll be forever known as? So I knew him. I went to university with him. Uh, the two of us went to Western. We, we weren't best friends at Western, but we hung around in the same crowd. Um, you know, I'm going to say some positive things about him for a second. So he's always a passionate advocate for, for the underdog. Uh, he always took up causes, um, um, you know, uh, social justice causes while in university. Um, you know, I think he's got some serious questions to answer, uh, especially with respect to well, some of How do you of know? You don't even know what the allegations well, I know, are. I and mean, you know what I, I know I'm him not, as? I'm not you know this. him as a good guy. You know what I He's a harasser. I'm talking about, um, his, I think he's got some specific questions to answer with respect to his position on India. Um, you're and, talking about Jagmeet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know. And, oh, that's who you went and, to school with. I thought you were talking yeah. about the. the, the uh, oh, no. <laughs> the no. Sorry, I was like, really? You went to school with this guy? Okay, the, you're talking uh, about Jagmeet. Jagmeet okay. and I were in yeah. the Bhangra Club together at Western uh, back <laughs> okay. in the 90s. Yeah. Well, look, it, he's he's not performing well on the national stage. I mean, if this he's is not. what you've got to offer, you better pull up your bootstraps because Trudeau's yeah. got this game down. He and gets makes, away with everything. Yeah. It makes me really worried for the 2019 election that the left folk collapse again. Yeah. And uh, and like you said, he, he's got some work to do and it's not being done. But if you can't even come out with a press conference and actually deliver something of substance and back it up with some mature and responsible comments. Yeah. And if you can't answer a simple question from Terry Molesky, as you mentioned, uh, about um, you know somebody who is widely believed or w- widely acknowledged to be uh, one of the players behind the Air India bombing, you should you should uh, get some better media training. Uh, given how many live and I've talked to in the GTA and Hamilton, like really, yeah, I agree, guys. Eight forty one. I got to wrap it up. That's it. Right. Thanks go for having us. Wine. Thank you. That's yeah, Jackie and Omar. Uh, drink more next time. No, I, like I, I, I think I have a, I have a, I have a one uh, wine limit <laughs> one and done? prior to going on air. I think that's probably a smart, smart rule. I drink uh, after. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm Alex Pierce. You're listening to Global News Radio.